0: Welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you for being here. Before we listen to my next guest, I want to ask that if you like the podcast, please subscribe to the channel and leave a positive review so we can grow this channel. I've been working really hard for you guys to grow by putting systems in place that bring on guests who are very valuable to you. And I'm just going to be honest, it hasn't been an easy ride. So I would certainly appreciate your support. Also, let me know your thoughts by texting me at 714-294-0269. Again, 714-294-0269. Last time, 714-294-0269. To ask about details and to receive future podcasts directly to your cell phone. Let's continue with the podcast. So I'm here with uh, Patrick Bed david uh, I was uh, talking with my friend, Adam Flores. I'm not sure if you know Adam, uh, Patrick, uh, but uh, I was, we're talking about Two of our, who is like our favorite business person online, right? I was talking about Grant Cardone. This is when I first heard about you and my, my friend, Adam Flores. He's like, hands down, no question. Patrick Bet David. <laughs> Valuetainment. He's always watching Valuetainment. Ever since he said that, I've watched your, your YouTube channel. Man, really, really practical advice. Like, com- I, I don't know if there's a comparison really with regards to practicality of, with the advice that you provide to people. So can you tell, I mean, this is what I've, you know, my experience. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Patrick, and exactly what you do and uh, for people that don't know who you are?
1: Sure. No problem. So first of all, your your friend, Adam's a good man. Give him love when you speak to him. Okay, absolutely. He he promotes you a lot. (laughs) I'm, I'm glad he's knocked some senses into you to follow the content. But anyways, Hey, for anybody that follows this guy, uh, I don't know him that's interviewing me, but I can tell you one thing without knowing him. He can teach you persistence. That's for a fact. This guy can teach you persistence. He doesn't give up until he gets uh, what he wants. I'm proud of him for doing that. Anyways, story's very simple. Listen, I was born and raised in Iran. Uh, I lived there for 10 years. Uh, I was there at the capital, Tehran, when the war was going on between Iran and Iraq. I think one time we got bombed 167 times. We saw a lot of crazy stuff. Six weeks after Khomeini died, we escaped Iran, went to Germany. I lived at a refugee camp in Germany for a year and a half. And then I came to the States. In uh, Germany was my first experience as an entrepreneur. Uh, I met a girl at the refugee camp. Her name was Katarina. She was from Czechoslovakia. And her brother's name was Jan Staff. Jan became my best friend. And Jan wanted the new Super Mario Brothers that was coming out, the second one. Uh, and you wanted the Super Nintendo, but nobody in the refugee camp could afford it. And I wanted his sister because his sister was gorgeous. <laughs> so I said, let's make a trade. I said, if I get the Super Nintendo, you give me your sister. I spend time with her. You spend time with the Super Nintendo. He says, deal. We shook on it. I said, great. So <laughs> I went hilarious. to the swimming pool and Germans like to drink a lot of beer. Hmm. And I told the owner, I said, listen, man, you got all this beer over here. Who's cleaning the stuff up? I was 10 years old. Right. And uh, he said, nobody. I said, if I bring you each one back, how much will you give me? He says, I'll give you five Fennec. So I did the math, 5,000. Uh, I need 5,000 bottles, five Fennec. The uh, Super Nintendo was 250 marks at Kowfowl. Took me an entire summer to do it. I collected it. I went and got the Super Nintendo. I got the girl. He got the Super Nintendo. Everybody was happy. <laughs> and uh, uh, so anyways, after that, we came to the States. I lived in Glendale, California, went to school there, 1.8 GPA, got out of high school, went straight to the army, my friend from the army, 22 years ago, army. He just landed here. Uh, he just uh, joined the team as well. Um, uh, anyways, I went to the army. I was at the 101st Airborne Division Air Assault. I got out of the army. Wanted to be a bodybuilder. That was my life. Everyone knew me as the guy that's sure. the Middle Eastern Arnold. And
0: yeah. By the way, I, I don't know if you know this. I'm half Middle Eastern, half Egyptian, by the way. You
1: you look like you got some, someone in that family got Middle Eastern. A <laughs> great. Yeah.
0: You are, yeah. You're part of the special group, by the way. Just oh, so 100%. 100%. Good.
1: So anyways, you know, uh, after uh, Bally's, I started working at Bally's, selling gym memberships. I met a girl named Jean-Bierre who uh, uh, worked at Morgan Stanley Dean with her. We'd always go out. you, pick me up on a different cars. I couldn't believe the kind of money she was making. I said, what do you do? She said, I'm a financial advisor. I said, I want to do what you do. She said, you need a four-year degree. I said, I'm not going to go to college. Anyways, long story short. I got hired at Morgan Stanley Dean with her. I was the youngest. The year they hired me, 21-year-old without a four-year degree. And they gave me the entire plan. Got my series 766, 3126, life and health. Very nice. And I started a career. And then from there, I left, went to Transamerica. Then I left, I started a PHP agency October of 09 with 66 insurance agents. And we grew to 9,600 insurance agents today. We have over 100 offices. One of my investors is Oscar De La Hoya, then uh, Gabriel Brenner who owns the Houston Dynamo and a right. $2 billion fund from New York. So that's what I do professionally. Valuetainment is my side hustle that I started creating content privately offline for our company. Yeah, a of my guys said, why don't you start doing it publicly? We did. And that grew from zero to 1.1, 1.2 million subs with a billion minutes watched. And... That's uh, that's the story.
0: It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. So I know you do a lot of videos on scaling. This this podcast is really I, it's my own selfish reason is I want to learn how to scale. Okay. Right. And so that's why I'm interviewing people like you, Patrick, because you are on YouTube and you have really insightful advice with regards to scaling. So let's say you're looking at a small company. Let's say they're maybe 10 employees, 15 employees, 20 employees, and they want to take the next step. They want to get to where you're at, 9,600 agents, uh, and you've scaled. What are those first steps to, to really understanding, first, the difficulty level and what they have to do? So the first thing is figuring out the math. I mean, when I tell you figuring out the math,
1: I would tell you that's, that's above everything. So say, right. for instance, you have chosen to be in your space, okay, right. uh-huh. which you're going to be. Sales courses and LinkedIn advertising, that's your specialty. And I like how you said it. You specialize on LinkedIn. Everybody's doing Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you're doing LinkedIn. Very exactly. cool. That's an itch. That's specific, right? And LinkedIn is very different than Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You know it. Some Facebook people have no clue how to work on LinkedIn, right? 100%. Okay. 100%. Fair enough. So I like that approach you're taking. So that's your position. The next thing is Uh, uh, one of my favorite movies I watched that changed my life. I had my top 151 executives in the company. I rented a 26,000 square foot house in Palm Desert two months ago. I took them there December 15th for four days. I started at eight o'clock till midnight. I went every single night and we shared every system until everybody got it. All of it until everybody got it. And one of the nights we watched one movie together, it's called Moneyball. Moneyball is a story of Billy Beane Brad, Brad, yeah. Brad Pitt right you yeah. know that movie yeah uh, if you've watched it you may want to watch it again but i want you to watch it from the perspective i'm going to give you in the movie this kid that's played by what's the guy's name something noah noah uh 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 you know the
0: the big noah yeah. that played the Yeah wolf. yeah yeah, he, yeah, he's he's the he's the he's the big guy who's you know who uh, I'm talking about. Yeah, right? I know you're talking about. He Jonah, was a super bad guy. Jonah, Jonah, yeah. Jonah, something, Jonah, yeah. uh, Jonah, something. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I okay, okay anyway, You yeah. know who it is. Okay,
1: so that guy, he hires and he takes away from another team and he brings it in. He says, "Are you a baseball guy?" He says, "No, I'm a math guy." He says, "What do you mean?" He says, "I'm a math guy." He says, "So what do you have to say?" He says, "The most important data is on base percentage." Right. What are you talking about? He says, there is no more important data than on-base percentage. Nothing. Right. He says, come on, that guy hit 28 home runs. Yeah, but his on-base percentage sucks. This mm-hmm. guy hit 16 doubles. Yeah, but his on-base percentage sucks. Yeah. This is a guy you need to hire. He says, this is a nobody, but his on-base percentage is good, right? So the point I'm trying to make to you is the first thing you have to figure out is data. Number data. one, okay? Right. So once you figure out data, this is what I mean by data. I could be putting my money in five different places, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the first one, I put a dollar, I make a buck 20. So my return is what? 20 cents, Mm -hmm. 20%. Right. In the second one, I put a dollar, I make $2.
0: Right.
1: My return is 100%. Right. The third one is three and the fourth one is four and the fifth one is five.
0: Okay? Right. Right.
1: What can I do to stretch my money? So I want to be closer to here, not just here. A lot of times people are happy here. We want to get to the here, right? Maybe six, seven, eight X, even more. Yeah. just yeah, Home run. So, so once I get to figure out the formula, who cares about money? Meaning uh, if I put 10 grand, I make 30 grand. I'll put 30 grand. If I put 30 grand, I do 90 grand. I'll put 90. Exactly. 90, 70, okay. 8, 10. So that, that doesn't does matter. change, right? yeah. purely math. So the most important thing is math. So now when you're doing math, then you start hiring employees. You look at employees different than sales. Employees that you hire, you look at. Okay, this person wants sixty grand. Am I gonna make one eighty on this? Right. 60? Right. I am.
0: Then how, I'm. How old. do you? How do you dif- differentiate between somebody that could lose you and like? Obviously, this is part of the process, right? You're You'll know within fire. ninety days. You 90 will know days. within ninety days. Got it.
1: Got it. You know, so initial part, whatever you do, no matter how big the resumes, references, all the things you call. You're going to know within 90 days. And so that takes a 90 day. That intuition is on. Your intuition is going to get better within time. You're not going to get like there isn't you read these seven books. You're going to get good at intuition. Intuition comes with time. Okay. You can read all the books about how to be a player uh, uh, and how to get all the pickup lines with women. Unless if you go and get in the market yourself, your intuition picks up certain
0: specific nuances. You got
1: it. So you have to experience that. But when you are hiring that person, if within ninety days you know
0: it's not going to work, don't even second guess it. Fire next. Do you do you have people initially just like do it like a test run with you without pay, and then
1: no, no. depends never... on what job it is. If I'm doing that, I know their their value is not that high. Like I like paying
0: people. Like yeah, people? yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Like I I I've been told sometimes like hey, you can do like a test day or something like that just to see how they fit in with the culture. Is yeah, that
1: I, yeah? I get it. I, yeah. But but the, it also depends on what level employees you're hiring. That's true. I'm not testing a CFO or director of finance or a CMO or chief operating officer. Makes sense. But if you're getting something that's a low level, I'm going to do graphic design. Fine. Come on and test for one day. It's different levels. So that's sure. the level. Yeah. But, Got it. Okay. So over here, then you have to get brains. Brains like I want to get brains here. So. I bring them in. This is the vision. Somebody else can do this. So my opposite my strength. So they bind to the vision, but opposite my strength. I talked to a guy this morning who runs runs one of the biggest podcasts in the world, and he called me, and he and I were going back and forth. He was asking for counsel. And I told him, I said, you know, rule of thumb when you're building an empire, not just a business, when you're building an empire, it is very important for you to have everybody on your team believe in you. Not just the company, but to believe in you. Very important. What do you mean, Pat? I said, listen, I got four law firms that work for me. Okay? One is the insurance industry because I got an insurance industry. One is the sales side because I got a sales company. One is the uh, 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 law, you know, protection of how we have it incorporated, you know, because these are guys are preparing for either a victory or public or private placement or any of that stuff. And then it's an entertainment attorney. I said, every one of the attorneys has to believe him. If they don't, I got to go get somebody that believes in me. It's right. not, I'm not trying to sell them. You have to believe in me. Okay. Right.
0: You have to believe the, in the vision.
1: The, the people you hire have to believe in you. The people you hire have to believe in and you. And you can't force yeah. that. You understand? Right. You can't force that. Like, you know, the it, growth. It's, it's gotta,
0: yeah. It's going to got to be a chemistry thing almost. It
1: has to be a yeah. chemistry thing. And it, it has to be that they see you taking the company places that they couldn't do on their own. Right. So, I'll bring my talents, but you got some stuff I don't have. I'll run with you because I believe in you. You're legit. So, it has to do a lot here. So, that's operations. Let's go on the sales side. Sales side is going to come down to a few different things, okay? One of them is your comp plan. Most people have horrible comp plans set up. When I tell you horrible, I mean, I can't tell you how many businesses come here and they sit down and they spend 50 grand, 100 grand with me, and we spend an hour, two hours just for one reason. You know what it is? Com plan. To come up with a comp plan. I can't tell you how many of them. And I yeah. tell them, if you're gonna come, I I'm, wanna I'm put the time into you. You better bring your entire commission structure for me, your highest paid people, your 10 uh, highest salespeople, your 50 highest. I wanna see all the data. Don't come to me and ask me, bring me all the data. Let's put it on the board. Let's go through it. And then we we'll spend a couple hours together. Why? I can tell you, companies, that made three adjustments to their comp plan, revenue shot up 300%, not 20%, not 20%.
0: Uh-huh. 20%. Well, why do you think people don't have their comp plans right? Why do you think they're not paying their people enough? Is It's a few yeah.
1: different markers. Here's what the marker is. Most people, most sales offices have a closeout mentality. Uh-huh. A closeout mentality. It's closeout. It's Great. closeout Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's closed out Friday. It's close out. It's the 31st. You know, if you call right now, we can get you. It's a close out, close out, close out. And a lot of their salespeople wait till the last uh, three, four, five days, week of the month to close out. See, I don't want that. I want beginning of the week to be close out, middle, third, fourth. I want all the way through. Interesting. And I want to have incentives for you on tiers, five tiers. Right. This year, I'll give you small bonus. This tier, second half. This but I, over, I lose money on fifth tier. I don't mind one of my salespeople or two of my salespeople. Wow.
0: That's interesting.
1: The money where I lose. I don't mind losing money on few of my salespeople because it makes level one guys do level three work.
0: Wow, that's insightful.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's yeah. one thing to keep that part in mind. So your comp plan has a lot to do with your salespeople, okay? And by Frank. the way, uh, 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 Frank, right? Is your name Frank? Yeah, yeah. Frank, if you change your comp plan tomorrow, let's just say you say Pat, Shit, I had this epiphany moment after this podcast with right. you. I am changing my comp plan next Monday. Be prepared to lose 30% of your existing salespeople within the next three days. So know that part. This is why people are afraid of changing a comp plan. Interesting. When I changed my comp plan, I lost right. 30%. But what happened is I grew 200%. So I wasn't wow. worried about losing the 30%. So that's the comp. Then I'll give you two last ones to think about on scaling with your sales side. The other part is next innovative campaign. Most guys don't know how to create next innovative campaigns. What a next innovative campaign is the following. You have to realize that most salespeople are reactors. They're responders. Right. You announce a comp, you announce a bonus, everybody responds. Oh my gosh, I'm going to go get that this month. I'm going to go fight for this next month. I'm going to go get this, this, because you're creating an environment for people to respond to it, right? Right. I'm responding to the next innovative campaign you introduce. So what happens if you don't have the next innovative campaign? People get bored. If they get bored, what do they do? They look around. If they look around, what Mm -hmm. happens? happens? If they get distracted,
0: what happens? They disappear. Interesting
1: point. you got to have a next innovative campaign all the time. And then the third, by the way, there's an art on how to come up with next innovative campaigns. A lot of people don't have the creative ideas like, Pat, I don't know what to do. Do I just say I'm going to give away an iPad? Like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. So this is a whole arch to the next innovative campaign. Wow! And the last one, yeah, when it comes down to your sales team, is your ability to develop leaders. If you are very good, because you see me on camera. If you ask my guys on camera, off camera, they will tell you if you see how Pat is off camera on how he is in meetings, you would freak out. Most people wouldn't be able to, See how deep we go with some of our meetings. Like, you know, this is the whole reason why I'm doing The Vault because a lot of people are asking, Pat, I see everything you're talking about. Here's on the videos. I get them. But, you know, you also use the word systems a lot. And, And systems, and you have systems, and you have systems, and you have systems. My entire game changed years ago. So I got to a good income, and I'm making good money. I have the cars, I have half a million in the bank. I'm in my 20s. I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm doing this, this, that.
0: In your 20s, half a million. In my 20s
1: in the bank, not income, I have, I have half a million in the bank. But what is happening with me is the following. Everything is predicated on personality. And I sat there and I said, hell no, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. Because if it's only predicated on personality, it's not scalable. Not scalable yeah. so I stepped back and I said, say there is no, none of that. I'm building everything on system. Once I built it on system, my business went from so, all relying on PBD to now going this way. It doesn't need PBD because of systems. This is why we launched so, the Vault
0: Conference. So here's a question. PBD. So here's your question. If somebody had to choose between hiring and scaling their sales staff versus creating systems, if they had to choose between the two, what, what would you tell them to choose? Say that again. If you, had to, if, 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 two, if, if you had two choices to scale your company at this moment, right? Yeah. Hiring a massive sales staff or creating more systems.
1: Yeah. So one is stumbling forward, which is just hiring the sales staff. Right. Uh, you're stumbling forward, which that's okay. I mean, it, you you have to keep the business. Because uh, uh, convi- it's
0: hard, man. You lose yeah. a lot of salespeople in that process. Well, <laughs> that's
1: why very few people build a real business. You, you listen, online influencers filled with a bunch of influencers who have no clue how to build a business. They just know how to make a few hundred thousand dollars. You know, maybe make a million dollars. You know. A lot of people say. I run an affiliate program with $2 million of sales per year. Yeah, you're really making 200 grand a year, 300 grand a year. Sounds a lot sexier, but you're not really making a lot of money. Right. There's a few people that are making money because they have no clue how to run a business. Running a business is a completely different story. Listen, Frank, the word system bores people. Right. Nothing about the word system is exciting. What is exciting is hustle, influencer, disrupt, all of that shit. That's is like, true. That's like the foreplay talk, right? Yeah. Like people want <laughs> to, true. oh, let me tell you what I'm about to do to you. Oh, I'm gonna do this to you. I'm gonna do that. That's the talk. Yeah. Bullshit. Oh, shit. Yeah. The people that build real businesses that someone's willing to cut a check to you, a massive check, 100% of them is driven based on a system. 100%
0: mm. is based on a system. Mm. Interesting. Very simple. And it's boring. So so, so so here's the, what, the thing about you. You run a very traditional business, right? You're in financial advisory. You do a lot more. I don't want to, uh, you know, put you, pigeonhole you into one thing, right? But you do, you do a lot of different services and it's a very traditional model, right? But one thing about you, Patrick, that I've noticed is you're really, really, really good with cutting edge marketing tactics. Uh, not tactics. I don't want to say tactics, but you've built literally a huge presence on youtube you've built a huge presence on linkedin even uh you've built a huge presence on you're doing you have a podcast right so somebody that's listening to this that's more traditional minded and and is like in your business right you're you're a traditional person you're a traditional business what would you tell that person with regarding their marketing efforts and are you gaining business from like youtube and instagram when you're on instagram no
1: And I'll tell you why I'm not gaining it. You never Mm -hmm. hear me talk about it. Right. Like you will never find me pitch you on what I do, come and do business with me or buy an insurance policy from me. This is why I have a very uh, uh, loyal following because like, let me put you this way. You know, the vault conference I'm hosting that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. The vault conference I'm hosting for three days. Guess how many people from PHP are invited? How many? None of them. None of them. You know how I did it? I intentionally put, a four-day conference for php the following week so they're not coming to dallas for two conferences Mm. this is exclusive for non-php they can't buy tickets right we have access to all the names this is specific for entrepreneurs just the point i'm trying to make to you look uh, frank i don't know what kind of a person you are i don't know if you're the guy that's looking for me to give you a shortcut or i don't know if you're the guy that thinks you know it all uh (laughs) like uh Oh, I, I know what he's doing, and I because you know, those kind of salespeople, I can't help them out because yeah, it's like I know what you're doing, I know what you're doing there, I know what you're saying there. Sure, I'm not driven by that. I am okay. driven by actually knowing that I want to build a solid business built on systems. Again, going and back to what you system. said, right? You said, the, uh, uh, Pat, I, I know you run a traditional business, and some of the what I notice is the marketing tactics you use, you're looking for a tactic. I just told you. 40 seconds prior to that, that we are where we are. Because if you it's see systems, systems, systems. say it with me, Frank, say systems, 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 systems are boring. Mm-hmm. Most people in their twenties could care less about systems. Right. Believe, I was not a system guy. Right. Once I realized systems, system no one sees. For example, I'm talking to you right now. Okay. Right. You sound like a high energy guy. You sound like you're uh, extremely curious. You've interrupted a few times, which means what? Which means you have your own questions. Okay, we had another guy that's just joined us.
0: Hi, Atar. How are you? Sorry about that, Atar. <laughs> Give me one second, Atar. I'll be with you in a second. That's so, a VP of Jet Airways, by the way. <laughs> so
1: you, you're curious. So you're like, but here's what I want to know. But so it's selective hearing. It's selective questions. I gotcha. Believe me, you're yeah. talking to the master. <laughs> Guy in his 20s, I'm trying to tell you it's not tactics, it's systems. Of course, because the next 100%. level is yeah. all systems. Listen, have you ever heard Bezos speak?
0: Yes, 100%. is he a
1: motivational speaker? No, his life is a motivational speech. Yes, but I love that. Business is built on systems, remember that. We have, we have this, this whole influencer thing has confused a lot of people. That's true. Because we're enamored by motivational speakers. We're enamored. Right. Oh my gosh, look at this guy. Sometimes I try to back off because I don't want that to be the thing for people to
0: bank on. You got to bank on systems. Systems. Okay. So with regards to systems, uh, so you have the hiring systems, you have operation systems, mm-hmm. you have marketing systems. Yep. So you've talked about the sales systems. You've talked about the marketing system, or you've talked about the operation systems. Yep. What, what are you doing regarding marketing that's systematic? That is a, something that somebody's listening to this. How can I create a system out of Great that? question. Yeah.
1: So look, I mean, there's many ways to get customers. You know this. You're, sure. you're the expert with LinkedIn, right? If I, wanted, if I want to get customers on LinkedIn, you're probably going to educate me and say, Pat, these are the five mistakes you're making on LinkedIn. Because that's not my specialty, right? <laughs> Would you be confident to know? 100 better than anyone in the world. And I'm going to say, good advice. Sounds good. So everybody has different ways they get customers. Everybody has. One of the things I saw that was happening in the industry that was too common was the following. Insurance companies were recruiting agents saying, we offer leads. We offer leads. We offer leads. We offer offer the best leads. leads, leads. We offer leads. We offer leads. We offer leads. And I started noticing, I lost a few agents to people that were offering leads. And this was back in the 2008, 2009. And I'm like, wow, offer leads, offer leads, offer leads. It's so attractive. We offer leads. For me, I had to make a decision because how you get your customer is a religion. How you get your customer is a philosophy.
0: That's true. Everybody has a different religion.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But, but it's all on which one you are willing to agree. Some sure. are Muslim, I respect. Some are Baha'i, some are Christian, some are atheist, some are agnostic. No problem. It's fine. So I wanted to figure out a way to find a blue ocean because for me, if somebody gives you leads, you are replaceable. Let me say this one more time. If somebody gives you leads, you 100%. are replaceable. 100%. If somebody doesn't give you leads, you are irreplaceable. In an economy that everybody's worried about losing their jobs and how to get job security, the best job security is to learn how to get your own leads without needing anybody. You are irreplaceable. Let me explain to what I tell my guys. Yeah, of course. Here's what I tell them: listen, I want to help you get to a point where you don't need me. Okay? But I want to give you such ridiculous service and a sustainable system that I've spent tens of millions of dollars on. That you say, I'll give him the 20% because I don't want to go spend that $50 million of a system and all the hours that this guy's worked 100 hours a week for the last nine years. I don't want to do it. He's a freak show, but I have the system. I'm good to go. But I want to teach you how to be irreplaceable. So for me, the system was designed how for you to create your own leads without needing me. Once we figured that part out, everybody started saying, oh my gosh, look what's going on over there. Because everybody will start hunting for themselves. And so the people that did it at the highest level,
0: I overpay you and I lose money on you. Literally, I overpay you Man, and I lose money on that you. That is so helpful. So, so regarding uh, getting them to fish for their own leads, that, most, a lot of companies make the mistake of doing the exact opposite. They, wanna, they have this mindset that I want this person to be dependent on us. So, they, so and, and, and that's hurtful, Correct.
1: Well, so I'll give you both sides. I'll give yeah. you both sides. So I'm, I'm all about golden handcuffs, but what kind of handcuffs? Right. Does that make sense? Like, right. I, I am, like for instance, I never wanted to leave and start my own insurance company. That wasn't right. something like, oh, I woke up one day and said, I want to go. Do, I would have much rather been a Steve Ballmer. If I was working at Apple and I'm working closely with Steve Jobs, if I'm working closely with Microsoft and I'm working right next to Bill Gates, why the hell would I go start my own company? If bomber's worth $42 billion, I don't need to go start. My, what is the chances of me having a bigger net worth than $42 billion? Honestly, right. think about it. So imagine I'm yeah. working with you. Who's your right-hand guy? Give me your right-hand guy's name. Jeff. Okay, let's just say Jeff. J- does Jeff know how hard you work? How hard I work? Yeah. No. no. Does, does, does I mean, Jeff know the Saturday, but does Jeff know you're competent? <laughs> Does Jeff know you're yes. going places? Does Jeff yes. believe in you? Yes. Okay, do you have yeah. certain strengths Jeff doesn't have? Yes hundred percent. Jeff brings something to the table that maybe you can't bring. Hundred percent. So watch this. What a perfect combination. So for me, I wanted to create an environment where I have my own set of golden handcuffs. And the golden handcuffs I give is the kind of handcuffs that people are okay with. Let me explain. Mm. I believe the more people own the company, they'll treat it like their own. Very simple. Some do profit sharing, some do bonuses, some do all that. I like equity because equity it's your company. Right. You can give equity with a five-year uh, vesting period. You can do that. You can give shares with a five-year vesting period. You can create four hundred one k with a five-year vesting match. Match fifty percent up to four percent. You can do all that stuff. So I don't mind creating those kinds of incentives for people that go above and beyond. But all the other stuff about me uh, fearing losing people, the only people that fear losing people are the people that are done innovating and adapting. And I'm that's not. That's
0: when you lose. That's when yeah, you. Lose.
1: That's when you lose. And you don't <laughs> seem like the type of guy that's, in, you know, losing, innovating, adapt. You have nothing to worry about. Other people have a lot no, to worry
0: about. It, no, it's the, my problem is getting ex- executives, getting business owners to buy into what you're talking about is, you know, creating systems, getting people to 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 to, uh, to fish for themselves.
1: Yeah. A little, it's easier said than done, though, Frank, yeah. because the, the part again, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I'm going to go back to this again. This is exactly why I'm doing this three-day conference. I'm doing this three-day conference because what people see out here, like, for instance, I can't, you can't teach me to understand this mindset with a 30-second call or a 30-minute call. You can't. No. I have to come sit Truth. with you. I'm being yeah. serious with you. I have yeah. to sit with you for six hours in a boardroom and say, I don't agree with you, Frank. Show it to me. That's, I still don't get it, Frank. I'm, John, I'm telling you. I don't see it. And then all of a Big. sudden, oh, my gosh, this makes sense. <laughs> we're gonna, but guys, we're going to make $16 million this year. So the, again, going back to it, I'm putting the three day conference together we're in Dallas, May 1st to May 4th. Please, oh, please, oh, please, oh. please promote it right now. Yeah. yeah. It's called the vault and the vault. place to get registered called value tainment. We have five packages. The CEO package is sold out. It sold out within six days. So we can't right. sell those. Founder was 75 tickets. We have two tickets left at founder. All the other 3 there's still availabilities. We have people registered from 36 different countries. This is what's going to be talked about at the vault. I'm going to open up systems that I run with my business, every one of them. We're going to talk comp. We're going to talk how to scale during good and bad times. We're going to talk about recruiting, hiring, firing, what types of people to put teams together with, how to come up with your own next innovative campaign, leadership development, how to raise money, all of that while becoming an influencer at the same time. All of that's going to be talked about in three days. By the way, this wow. isn't one of those events where 20 speakers are going to come and they're all selling their own, yeah, my 1900, this is not <laughs> I know my, what you're talking about. I'm not doing that. I'm not, that's yeah, yeah. not my style. Yeah. And then at the same time, we're going to have some fun as well, because Michael Francis will be there. I have the number one uh, illusionist in the world coming from Las Vegas. That's going to freak everybody out. Uh, he's it's a awesome. sick entertainer. We're going to have a good time, but it'll be a three day conference we're holding in Dallas. Anyone wants to get registered, go to valuetainment.com to get your tickets. Do it now. Tell me Frank.
0: Awesome. Uh, man, I'm so appreciative of, of this and you spending time with me, um, regarding building that, that, that system around hiring, paying people the right way. Uh, what are, what are the first steps that you would have somebody listening to this take regarding that? Hiring and painting the right way. Paying in uh, the right way, hiring, creating a system where there. That you ingratiate them into your culture. You hire them from the very beginning, ingratiate them into your culture, have those talks, those deep talks. And yeah. then is there a system that you create around that? Cause I know that there's a lot involved in that. It sounds easy, right? But I'm sure there's a lot that you, that's entailed.
1: Yeah. So, so here's the thing, P- perfect, simple exercise for you. Okay. For you, Frank and anybody else that's watching this, I, I want you to, so I went to my guys uh, three years ago, four years ago. I said, guys, I brought all the leaders from the different departments together. And I said, I want you to do me a favor. Tell me what you do in your department. And this department said, we do this, and 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 we do this. Great. How about you? We do this, 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 How about you? Everybody started saying everything. I said, great. I said, what's the best way to judge a department? What's the best way to judge a department? And everybody's giving me their own names. Oh, you need to do this, and you need to do that. You need to do this, and you need to do that. I said, okay, no problem. Perfect. I said, now, here's what I want you to do. If you hired me to come and work in your department, do you have a manual that'll give me step-by-step how to do everything in your department? Hmm. What do you think the answer to that question was? No. No. So what is the speed of duplication? Slow.
0: Yeah. Very slow.
1: we, We hired a handful of people and they had one job to do. Go to every wow. department and ask one question. Tell me what you do next. What do you do next? What do you do next? This oh, is man. how big the manual ended up becoming. Yeah, I
0: remember you talking
1: about that. Yeah. So again, Frank, for you, that's the system. The, 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 every single I promote people and I give them a raise and a bonus based on them replacing themselves.
0: Let's right. Say this
1: again, I give bonuses based yeah. on you replacing yourself. Yeah. So if you're cool. doing a job and you find somebody that doesn't like you and better than you then you go move up, you move up, you move up, you move up. It's all about a replacement game. That's so genius. If you, have, if you have a system that you can transfer that knowledge to other people, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm in the most boring industry in the world. Let me, let me put it to you guys this way. When he says traditional, who the hell wakes up in the morning saying, I want to go, go sell life insurance? You tell me. <laughs> what madman wakes up saying, I want to go talk to people about dying? Who really wants to do that? So, but it doesn't matter because it's the systems that win. So no matter what industry you're a part of, all of this applies
0: to every single industry out there. Wow. Okay. Perfect, man. Hey, well, let me ask you this. Uh, so anybody that's listening, Patrick, uh, is there any, what, tell them what you provide with regards to insurance, right? And then also any promotion that you want to do re- regarding your business would be happy to uh, accommodate that.
1: No, I mean, that's the business I do. PHP is a completely different uh, uh, yeah. uh, flow. We're, we're fine where we're at there. Uh, everybody else, you know, if you follow the content, uh, uh, great. If you don't, you can go to YouTube and type in entrepreneur, type in buy it, you'll find it everywhere. And the two platforms that I typically respond to 95% of the messages is normally Twitter and Instagram. You send me messages on those two places, I'll respond to
0: Instagram, maybe LinkedIn. I I approach you on LinkedIn. If
1: if your name (laughs) is Frank, I will respond to uh, LinkedIn. If you send 50 messages, yes.